Wait, but guys, sound off in the comments below. Below, below, below. <laughs> sound off in the comments below. The comments below. In the comments below. All right, welcome back to Sound Off in the comments below. How you feeling, Jackie? I'm feeling good, ready to seize the day. It's early for me. It's 6.45 a.m., yes. but it, you know what? Sound Off sleeps for no one. It is time to wake mm -hmm. up. The grind never stops. I know, and I need to sound off on some things. So I'm so glad we have this forum to do so. <laughs> yeah, and I hopefully you guys loved the um, interview with McKenna Dorn yesterday. Mm -hmm. That was new for us, dropping on Thursday. Hopefully you liked that. And yeah, so let's get into sound off. Yeah, you guys know this is our weekly segment where you guys submit your questions, pop culture related questions, and um, topics that you want us to cover. We have so many good ones for this I episode. Know, I'm very excited. I mean. The amount of Love is Blind submissions we got was insane. We will be covering Love is Blind later in the episode. But I would like to start off with something that's Bachelor related. Okay. Have you heard that um, people are saying that the spoilers were potentially wrong? I've heard a little bit, but I'm trying to avoid spoilers so much. Right. So like, And we're not going to reveal who it is. Okay. But I just wanted to discuss because Reality Steve says someone wins. One of the top six girls is the winner. He's been saying this since the beginning. Now there are videos of Joey and separate videos of this girl who wasn't the person that Reality Steve says wins. People are lining up the backgrounds and the backgrounds look almost identical. And also people on Reddit somehow put two and two together that the location is a house that has been used for like happy couple safe houses before. Oh. And that alone is like very telling. But they're literally lining up like the fence, like in the background of so-and-so's video, the fence is the same fence that Joey's taking a got video it, Got it, got it, got it. And the fact that they're at this house. What I wanna know is like, how could Joey be so dumb to TikTok or make whatever video in the same place as his final person? I think maybe he just doesn't care though, right? Like, he's <laughs> like, you know what, I, I'm happy, I'm with whoever. We're having our little weekend and I need to post on my Insta stories. Because <laughs> other, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. And are, are people saying that this is someone outside of the final six? No, no, no. It's one of the girls in the final six. Okay. So I'm not going to share. I don't want to. No, I, no, I know. Don't share. Spoiler free. So he picks someone and then now no, they're no, seeing no. him with someone else. Oh, I, so, so look, we know nothing. I mean, that could be. What I think people are saying is that it was never that final person like oh let's call oh, them oh. girl a and girl b girl sure. a is who it's been rumored who he picks people are now saying that maybe he never even picked girl a he's always Got been it. with girl b and here's the thing i would be more into if this this new rumor is the case because i am all about a shake-up i hate when like it's so obvious from day one mm -hmm. and it's more exciting if there's like this last minute switcheroo. I mean, bring me back to Hannah Brown. I was going to say was never so... forget that yeah. one Tuesday when I didn't do any work at my office and I just sat on Reddit literally all day because that's when Reality Steve said, actually, I got it wrong. It's not Tyler Cameron. She picks Jed. Yeah, I think it's more exciting this way. Uh, I know Reality Steve has talked about the possibility of this. He still stands strong that his spoilers are what's really happening and we're really not gonna know the truth. That's what I like though. Mm -hmm. The fact that we're not gonna really know until the ending. I don't like when everyone knows. Yeah, no, I agree. 
I think being it's someone that's unspoiled. Why. Yeah. So by throwing this into the loop, I don't know. I'm convinced that ABC is sometimes behind this shit. That like they do this. St- I don't know. I'd always you give them way to, too like, much credit. Though. I know. I, I don't know. know. But like Victoria and Greg, like obviously we've spoken with them and we know that that wasn't an ABC stint. But like at the time, it got so many people talking about Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now, I feel like people are very excited to see what is this unprecedented ending and who is Joey picking and oh, the spoilers may be different than what we thought. Now I'm gonna tune in. Yeah. I think that, like, it's... Oh, my God, were you not going to tune in before? I think I was. I was pretty sure I was going to tune in. Yeah. But what is this called? Like, is it growth hack marketing? Where it's like... I've that's never like heard little, that phrase in my life. What oh, is it? My husband always says it. Like, growth hack marketing, it's a job where, like, it's someone hired to do marketing, but they do, like, unconventional marketing. Remember when, uh, like, in, uh, IHOP said they were going to change their name to IHOB, International House of Burgers? That got media attention. And then everyone's like, oh, IHOP. I want to go to IHOP. Was that it was burgers all, like, or was it breakfast? International House of Breakfast. I thought it was burgers. I'm pretty sure it was. They went like from they pancakes said, straight to burgers <laughs> and they didn't stop in between at breakfast? I think <laughs> I think they said, yeah, I think they said they were going to start serving burgers and then people flipped out. and then But all that did was get everyone talking about IHOP. And what do you know? IHOP never changed over to the burgers. Right, like they, right. They well, because they know their breakfast is their MO. <laughs> they have to so stick that, to the pancakes. That is an example. I don't yeah. know. Like, this falls under that umbrella because it's getting everyone like it's getting me more excited about the finale than I For was. Sure. But speaking of this unprecedented ending, um, I put up a question box yesterday mm-hmm. because ev- so reality Steve is also saying that he knows how it ends. He said on a scale from one to ten, it's a five. So it's not you know Joey ate a sandwich that morning, but it's not. But would you say like? An Ari or a Jason Mesnick moment is a 10? Yeah. Yeah. Really? But at this point, it's happened so many times. I'm like, is that not maybe a 5? It happened twice. If Joey's twice. Yeah, exactly. No, I think both times was like insane. America's reaction to it was nuts. I don't think it's that. Uh, And he said it's middle of the line. It's not something you're going to be like, oh, that was nothing. But it's not going to be like, oh, my God, my jaw's on the floor. Interesting. I guess I'm just I, trying to gauge the bar of like what reality Steve exactly is yeah. jaw on the floor worthy. Because like was Barb jaw on the floor? Like was, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like past, what was the whole switch up with Hannah Brown and Jed jaw on the floor? I don't know. Yes, that was jaw on the floor to me. I mean, oh, I guess so if it's, it's up- less than all those things, I'm like, boo. Well, okay. Tomato. So I asked, I asked on Instagram for people to submit. I feel like we should weigh some of these and see like what could it actually be now now that we have a little bit more context joey says i love you to more than one woman that's happened already yeah blah 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 no. blah, blah. so let's do like a, a veto veto that's nope. not it the winner proposes to him instead potentially but i don't know why he would be sad about that exactly <laughs> i'm gonna veto that because like again he's sad yeah and it's a seemingly a bad thing um his pick dumps him during the final rose ceremony and he goes back to his runner-up i mean that has potential because yeah. the pick dumping him and then going back to the final rose hasn't happened. You know, semantics. Yeah. Like, yeah, not that sure. entire thing happened. He proposes to one, she says no, then proposes to the other, she says no. I wonder if it's so as simple as, like, he proposes, she says no, but then they get back together, like, in two weeks. Okay, but the footage of him saying this has never happened before is at the final rose ceremony, though. So it's not like it was at a house. Has the bachelor, though, ever proposed to someone and then they say no? 
their final pick? I, I don't know. I'm actually not sure. As the, histori- as the token historian on this show, if you're skeptical, then I'm like, maybe that hasn't happened before. And that to me seems easy and simple. Okay, that's what I'm going to guess it is. He proposes okay. to his final pick. She says no because she's like so overwhelmed and it's been such a long week and she doesn't know because he had a good relationship with the other girl. She leaves. He's devastated in the Bahamas or wherever the fuck they are. But mm. then three weeks later, she's like, sorry. And then now they're together. This other one says that I think this has legs. Joey's second choice breaks up with him before he can dump her. I could see that being it. And then actually. he just goes on to propose. Yeah, to the because final I, pick. wouldn't you say that's like a five? Actually, like it's it's shocking and interesting, but it's not like oh my god, groundbreaking. You were gonna break up with her anyway, but if she came down and breaks up with him, yeah, it's giving five. So yeah, yeah, that could be it. Um, the one he lets go gives him a swift kick in the nuts. Well, that would, that would I be don't a first think that's going to happen, but sure. Joey gets so nervous that his final girl is going to reject him that he has explosive diarrhea at the altar. I don't think so. Final girl self-eliminates. Well, but did that kind of happen with Clayton and Susie? I guess it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. They left. But they did not leave together. Like, Susie was like, it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> breaks up with number one, gets back together with number two, then they break up and he's back with number one. I just don't think all Whoa. of that could happen at the altar. You no, know what I mean? But, but who says it has to ha- happen all at the altar? I just, well, because he said the comment, this has never happened, I don't think this has ever happened before, he says it at the altar, at the final rose area. Mm. So it makes me think that it had to be something that happened that day versus something that transpired over time. Yeah. Girls limo gets stuck in traffic and Joey spends five minutes worrying that she isn't coming. That's already happened. With that that already happened. Yeah. Never forget. This one, he's too scared to dump his final two. So he proposes. Then he needs to dump her and propose to the final one. No. I think that's a that 10. Too- I feel like that would be yeah, so good. Who he wants to choose leaves and doesn't show up for the final rose ceremony. That's, that's giving 10, though. Like, I don't mm. know. I still think, I've said this on the show before, the fact that Joey is upset on proposal day is not shocking to me. They are always upset. I mean, look at JoJo's trailer. She's mm. sobbing, like sobbing. And all she did was say, all she she just ended with Robbie, who she didn't even really want. Right. But, right, like, right. they are upset to end things with the final, the two, the, the runner-up. So they're always upset. So I'm not totally sold. I think this could be a little bit something of nothing. Remember during, like, Peter Weber's season when they're like, Peter doesn't even know how it's going to end. I'm like, was he not there? What do you mean? I think this is growth hack marketing. I think they saw by like teasing this type of ending, it gets people invested in the season. Yes, I just don't think ABC is that smart. They've proven time and time again they're very stupid. So I don't know. Well, moving moving on from Joey, I mean, we have to wait and see. Reality yeah. Steve is like kind of dangling this over our heads like um like bait. a carrot. Yes, a carrot and a and we're the rabbits. So yeah. hopefully he drops the carrot soon. Okay. But I also, I don't know if I want to know. I kind of like this like speculation guessing mm-hmm. game. Yeah, no, me too. Moving on, we got a lot of submissions about this Tom Sandoval New York hey, Times hey, hey, article. Hey. Once again, unhinged. Did you read it? I read a lot of it. My, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I think this man is obviously delusional. You know, to say that you in a reality TV cheating scandal is of the mm-hmm. same caliber of like things like OJ Simpson or George George Floyd. It's just like, dude, get a no. grip on reality. Like, that's a murder trial and then a man literally getting murdered and you cheated on your girlfriend. Like, yeah. it is so not the same thing even a little bit. I just don't 
understand. I said this when we covered Tom on Nick's podcast. I just don't understand how he doesn't have like a crisis manager or a PR rep or someone in his corner saying, like, first of all, you're having like, a, what is this? Like, a, why are, Why is New York Times interviewing you? Well, I have a theory on this. Okay. <laughs> my well, it's actually my friend's theory, so I'll give her credit to Samantha. Do you think Tom Sandoval is becoming a Scientologist? Because why, that would explain all of this behavior. Here are all of my reasons. Here's my evidence to the jury. One, the other owner of Schwartz and Sandy's, Greg and his wife, are Scientologists. One. Two, throughout this whole season of, of Vanderpump, he says he's like not being sober and he's not drinking or doing any drugs. And he says it's because he's like supporting Raquel. But also, apparently, when you need to join Scientology, when you go through like the initial process, it's like $4,000 to do it and you can't drink or do any drugs. Also, okay. in the same interview, he he does reference like OJ and George Floyd, but he also then compares himself to Danny Masterson, which is a very like niche reference that I think only someone who is like thinking and talking about Scientology would maybe bring up because Danny Masterson was a Scientologist. Like OJ and George Floyd, those were like big, big moments in history that I think anyone would maybe bring up. Danny Masterson, not as much. That That is like a deep cut, in my opinion, at least. And it's like, that's a very specific name for the Scientology community specifically. And he's getting all of this like attention, like this, this New York Times op-ed. Why? Who the fuck at the New York Times is like yeah. deciding now's the time I need to do a huge op-ed on Tom Sandoval. He also had a spread with Interview Magazine. Like he's weirdly getting a lot of good press all of the sudden sudden even though I know that this painted him in a bad light it's still like a New York Times op-ed like it's good and and his like sporadic like crazy behavior I'm like no I okay you put that in like our shared notes and I was like <laughs> wait did he really like reveal that he's a Scientologist no he's not I, I didn't know it's just people it's are just kind theory. of speculating that like that would explain his like shift why do crazy an erratic behavior no okay. no but the media the positive media attention is connected to Scientology because like I think that's what comes sometimes with the gig. That's like, sometimes this is but like Tom embarrassing to admit. Tom has been crazy for a long time. This is not like new crazy Tom. He's been crazy for a very... But not like, this crazy. But also I can unhinged. see how like this type of media attention makes you crazy. I it's, think it's he's the just a narcissist. It's the positive media attention for me. It doesn't add up to me. I think he's like an actual narcissist. And I think he, I, don't know. I think he really is unwell. And I do think that he needs people in his corner, like guiding him a little bit more because I cannot believe he's continuing to make comments like this. And like, he has not learned a single thing. I mean, and just so you guys know, if you didn't read it, his actual quote is, I witnessed the OJ Simpson thing and the George Floyd and all these big things, which is really weird compared to Scandival to that, I think. But do you think it's a, but do you think in a weird way, it's a little bit the same? It's like in a weird way, I do not think those things no, are I the don't. same. No, I don't. I don't, Tom. So Bravo by Betches, the account, the Instagram account, shared this. And Katie Maloney had an iconic comment on this Instagram post. She said, hey, Tom Schwartz, you want to explain what he was really trying to say? I know. I love Because it's true. Tom Schwartz, tell me what he meant by this. Because there's no... 
there's no talking him out of this one. It is a weird juxtaposition to look at this man who is probably, like, you know what I mean? He signed up for a reality show, literally 20 years old. And the thing that has now made him, like, the most famous, the most household name, the, the biggest thing is, like, the thing that is now also destroying him. I don't know. It's kind of Shakespearean in a way. I just think it's, like, it's interesting to look at what is happening here. And I do think Vanderpump, I don't know, there was a good TikToker that, like, did a whole analysis on this. It's just, it's interesting because... I think with a lot of reality TV, whether it's The Bachelor or The Housewives or um, I guess those are really like the main ones, but even like Jersey Shore in the Hills was like back in the day in like a different era. Vanderpump's the only one in like a modern era reality TV setting where like the cast doesn't change as much. Like this has now just become a show that's like a docu-series of Mm -hmm. these people for like 10 plus years since they were literally children to now in their 30s and 40s whereas like housewives you're you're getting like grown-ass women who i think understand the assignment and know what they're signing up for Mm -hmm. whereas like this is now just this weird truman show docu-series and like i don't know i just think like it's very interesting to look at like what reality tv has become and how like in a in a weird way i think tom sandoval loves this and this has made him the most successful successful he's ever been but at the same time it's been like what's been destroying him. And it's this weird juxtaposition where like, I think it also said in this article too, that like he talks about his life in seasons and episodes and not in like, um, he like can't separate the character on the show from his real life. Well, exactly. And they were also saying in this article too, like this is a man who is so raised on being on television that even when he's not on television, he's still like, if there's a noise outside, if there's like sirens or a helicopter or something, he will pause what he's saying and then continue the conversation because they're so trained on Vanderpump rules that if there's ever any noise if there's a siren in the background you stop and then you continue like this is a man who it's like yeah it's very hard to see where like Tom Sandoval the person and Tom Sandoval the show starts and ends it's very Truman Show-esque no I mean okay you know how Bachelor will not allow certain people who they don't trust to go on podcasts we've experienced this firsthand I mean shout out Olivia Lewis this is some she is someone that yeah. wants to go on podcasts and has been vocal about it and ABC won't let her because they either you know they don't trust her they don't want her to say certain things whatever why isn't Tom getting the same thing from whoever is on his team why aren't they saying hey Tom you can't do this New York Times article hey Tom you can't do a podcast where you don't have someone next to you not Tom Schwartz mm-hmm. like a, a someone like a media industry representative chiming in and saying next question please like I just don't get why he doesn't have a team of people around him trying to protect him because he is digging a deeper hole with every time he opens his mouth yeah but it's better for the show right they want they want him to keep doing this we would I would be so over Scandaval and all of this if he wasn't still doing shit like this Because the moment has passed. Oh, I haven't even watched. I watched the first episode of the new season. And, like, I just haven't gotten in that, like, momentum of wanting to tune in. Because it's, like, I'm kind of over it. He's someone that, like, I think he's unwell. I think he needs to, like, you know, Raquel went to a mental health place to get her shit together. I think Tom would benefit from that. He did issue an apology. I'm uh, skeptical. And I don't believe he actually wrote this. Um, But he said, my intentions behind the comments I made in New York Times Magazine were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. Sure. I just, I just, okay. 
you could have chosen like any other like story that got national media attention besides the two that you compared it to. Also, it's like, dude, humble yourself. I don't think that yeah, Scandaval right? got the same national media attention as those two other things. Like it just mm-hmm. simply no. If I ask my parents, do you know what Scandaval is? Guess what? Their answer is no. If I ask my parents about those other things, yes, obviously they know about those other things. Yeah, it's just this weird level of delusion But it's like, I guess that's what you get when you like raise a boy with a camera in front of him being told constantly. We need, I need to check you on that though. He was a grown adult when he got on the show. Let's not say he was a child. He wasn't a child star that was manipulated by people. Like he's an adult. No, for sure. But he was like in his young 20s. But he's a grown, he's an adult. eh, Maybe late 20s. Yeah, why, where are you coming from with this child thing? Well, just, I think all of them are a really interesting case study of people who like had their most formative years but just I feel like, like on that, television okay that's Amanda Bynes like you are a child star you don't know any better you sure. woke up with a camera in your face not Tom Sandoval who literally yeah. only was on Vanderpump Rules no for sure and a cameo on the hills those are <laughs> yeah <laughs> never forget but uh, yeah I guess I'm trying to think like I was trying to think I'm like why are there are there no other reality shows that have had this kind of like longevity impact and I guess like not really like Jersey Shore I think is maybe the best example but even that I feel like they've taken breaks they've gone up and down and even that were those were adults making decisions for themselves though they were all like above the age of I think the youngest in the house on season one was Vinny and he was 21 right I think situation was like 28 the very first season he's a lot older than the rest of them yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but even so, do you don't think that's like so young? Like if if someone started filming me at twenty one, oh I'd no, be a I wouldn't want to be on camera. No, I would. I yeah, I would not be okay with that. Like they've grown into adulthood in this thing. Yeah, you could say yes. He's grown over the years for sure. I mean, we've interviewed over a hundred and twenty something people. Mm-hmm. We always can tell when someone's media trained. We yeah. don't like it because we don't want them to be media trained because we want them to be able to like expose more. I don't get why he is not media trained. Why when he's saying Scandaball was the biggest thing ever, you could simply just say, yeah, Scandaball was everywhere. Everyone was talking about it, period. I don't think they want him to be. Yeah. Who though? Like you think, Bravo. Like, what about his like, but like, what about his like personal, besides the show, besides Tom on Bravo? But who does he have in his life that doesn't directly benefit from the success of the show? I don't think many have, people. like a manager, like a PR, like just But, but don't you think that manager benefits more when the show is like still being discussed and he's messy so you think they're purposely just letting him be unhinged yeah they have no i think they have no incentive to make him stop because then we'll we'll all move on from this show and then i'll stop watching it Mm -hmm. because it really was dying anyway it makes me sad like i do get sad, sad yeah i get sad that he i think he's unwell i don't think he's learned anything in the past like two years and I was in shock by the Nick interview, and I'm even more in shock now. So I just don't know how this keeps happening. So what do you think about my theory about him becoming a Scientologist? You don't think there's legs to this? I mean, I don't think I know enough about Scientology, but you know what? Watch this space, I'll say, because you never know. I don't know okay. why that would warrant him getting a like a New York Times article. Because people in Hollywood are Scientologists, and that's how you get well-connected in the industry. You know, oh. I literally thought you said that he announced it in the article. Oh, no, 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 no. I okay. just think that would explain a lot of this erratic behavior. He has a lot mm-hmm. of money to spend on all the different levels of Scientology. Guys, sound right. off. I think well, see, if he I starts, think this theory has legs. If he starts following Tom Cruise on Instagram, maybe <laughs> maybe there's something here. I don't know. 
Um, we also got people submitting um, that they wanted us to do a traders update. Uh, what was the last thing that we saw? Oh, fucking, fucking power poverty. My favorite. I'm so sad. She got eliminated. Mm. I'm not, though. I think she was being pretty dumb, like, towards the end. I was kind of over her. But what's so crazy is that, um... They were either either after Parvati or Phaedra, and it's like, oh, right, man. like they have it. You got it, guys. What's crazy is like, so they got Parvati out, and Phaedra's the only one. Phaedra now recruits Kate, and that's where I left off. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. if Kate's gonna accept. Of course she is. I mean, I well, no, but the next did you see they changed the rules where like Kate has to accept her? She oh, gets yeah, murdered. Yeah, yeah. Which right. that is my biggest beef with traders right now. Is like stop changing the rules just for the sake of the show. I get no, that I they like have that. to do that. No, but like if you have people together to play a game, there are set rules to the game. They keep changing it just because no, they're I like, oh it. shit, they're on to all of our traders. They're going to get Phaedra next. We need to bring in someone else. But I'm like, they shouldn't be able to change the rules like that. If the trader, well, if the faithfuls are really just like, amazing faithfuls and the faithfuls are going to win this season, then like you have to just like let them win and let it play out that way. Well, that's why I feel like the show's kind of set up for uh, Trader to win because yeah. literally they got Parvati, now they're after Phaedra, and Phaedra gets to recruit someone else. Technically, if they got Parvati out, then Phaedra out, doesn't doesn't the faithful then the faithful win? win? Right. So they're just changing like they, the rules. They're not the supposed the show. to win. I know. Well, okay, I had a thought though when they said you get to recruit someone and then they either come or they get murdered. Why the fuck didn't you try to recruit Peter again? Because if it's he either comes or he's oh. dead, I would recruit him. Cause he's not gonna be able to tell anyone he's gonna be murdered or he comes with you. And if he wants to stay in the game, he has to. That's, I feel like would have been a smarter move. I do but think I guess no he would have just to chosen to be murdered though, right? Like, and then what? Then you still right, have a traitor. But then you get Peter out at least. And Peter's like the ringmaster or the yeah. puppet master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been a good one. I think Kate being a traitor is a little bit unfair because if I was playing the game, I would never suspect Kate because she came in late. Because So you don't think she's obviously a traitor from day one because she couldn't have been. Right. So the fact that she's a she's possibly going to be a traitor now, next to Peter, that's like the best choice because no one's going to suspect her. But everyone's suspecting Phaedra now, so I feel like she's next. Right. I guess we'll see. Um, what's oh today's Thursday? That means yeah. tonight we get an episode. Yay! Yeah, why so, does it come out at night? Um, so that you tune in at night. Why do they care? I don't know. It's Peacock, right? Yeah. So this tell is me. literally my job. No, no, I don't. I think it's just more like they want to catch you at a time where you're like down to watch more than just traders. That's why I told you they do the drip drop of like one episode per week because then you'll mm -hmm. watch more than just traders. Well, joke's on you, Peacock. I tune in and watch Traders and then I turn it off. Even when it directly binges you into something else? Yeah, I mean, I'm really just there for Traders. So I don't know what to tell you. It's, your, your plan's not working. But speaking of things dripping, giving us a few episodes at a time, mm. we've never gotten more submissions. About, I know. I, that's on like a topic. all of mine, too. Really? Love is blind. And we're going to get into it right now. Jackie, you yeah. haven't watched, though. No, I, I have not. And you said in a previous Sound Off episode that you weren't going to watch, but I'm here to tell you, you need to watch. It, okay, I sell think me this on is, it. Sell me. Okay, I will sell you right now. I'm going to give names, so this isn't spoilers, really, because it's still going to be interesting to watch. Everyone's talking about this one couple, Jimmy and Chelsea. Jimmy also, so there was like a little bit of a love triangle slash love square. Jimmy had Chelsea and Jessica, and... Chelsea had Jimmy and Trevor. So that's kind of like 
four people mm -hmm. involved. Trevor's not really as relevant. So when Jimmy's deciding between Chelsea and Jessica, Chelsea kind of like does a last ditch effort in order to get chosen. And she says, so um, has anyone ever told you you look like anyone famous? And he's like, uh, I don't know, no. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, people have told me I look like Megan Fox. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't think I do but people tell me that. And it seems like that swayed Jimmy because he got very excited about the potential yeah. she looked like Megan Fox. Fast forward, she doesn't really look like Megan Fox at all. Um, I don't think it was the smartest move to say that. Granted, like, I've been told I look like people. I would never say it on national like TV. Like who? I who have you told uh, Honestly, like? nope. I, what? You could, Why won't you say? No, because uh, all, I, all I would get is comments like, no. Like, yeah, but you're not like, on Love is Blind where like... But I'm on She's All Bad podcast. Okay, we're moving on from that. that. So, who, so I'm trying to think, who do you look like? It's not anyone that I actually look like. I think people just see certain features of mine. Like what? Just I give us one. Give it's the like people an... one. No. I'll tell you one for me. Okay, go for you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, who do people... I don't really look like anyone really, but I feel like... I sometimes get like an Adina Menzel or like Rachel, or not Rachel Berry, what's her name? Leah Michelle vibe. Yeah. I can but see it's that. just dark hair and like right. okay. so angular you features. The show, you know? If you were on the show and you said that, it may be people take it and run and they're like, oh my God, she thinks she looks like Leah Michelle. When you're like, no, I'm just saying that like people have made that comparison before. Yeah. I think that's all Chelsea was doing. I do think it was strategic when she brought it up because it was when he was torn between the two girls. So he chooses Chelsea. Yeah. From day one, this man is incapable. Uh, like he is just word vomit. He cannot keep his words in, and he is the king of saying a compliment and then wrapping it with a uh, insult. Like he cannot. Like he can't help himself. An example. This isn't what he actually said, but I'm just going to give an example. Her saying, "Were you happy when you first saw me? Like, were you excited?" And he's like. Yeah, I was so excited. You're so beautiful. Oh my God, you're so gorgeous. I mean, it, you're definitely different from what I normally go for. I, I'm not like as into like your hair color and your body, but you're so beautiful. Yeah, so I'm so happy. I'm, I'm pretty happy. I, I'm really happy I didn't choose Jessica. And it's like, shut mm. up. Cut it like five minutes prior and just say, yeah, you're beautiful. Yeah. Every single thing he says to her is like that. So there's been so many awkward conversations of her like seeking validation. And now it's gotten to the point where they're having like the same conversation over and over because she wants to know that like he's happy. Yeah. And he's doing the thing where like he has to overcompensate and he's like, of course I'm happy. I'm the happiest guy here. I'm the most in love out of everyone else on the show. But he's not. Like he's he's really unhappy with her. But he mm. has to like play this game for some reason. So when he broke up with Jessica, the other girl that he didn't choose, she's a good looking girl. And she said, you're going to choke when you see what I look like. Like, screw you. Like, she was mad that she got dumped. Yeah. And she's like, you're going to regret it. Oh, I've and definitely he, seen this clip. Yeah. Okay. And he brings it up to Chelsea. And he's like, so uh, Jessica brought up looks. Crazy, right? I mean, who cares about looks? Am I right? So uh, what does she look like? He's like trying to get like hints on mm. if he actually should have chosen Jessica based on looks. Yeah. The whole thing is just such a train wreck. So there's other couples that I've liked, but like from trailers that I'm seeing, it looks like there's already problems. I'm up to episode six. I believe uh, one through like eight or nine is currently out. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as up to date. So this may be out. But there's a trailer that I saw where one of the girls is saying to her guy, 
you fucked her. I know you fucked her. There's a lot of situations where the guys who they chose, they end up like not necessarily being happy with their choices. So they're, mm. there's something where like one of the guys like is up till like five in the morning talking to another girl. Then the like you fucked her scene. So it's just getting super sloppy and I'm here for it. Is it as like obviously produced as it was last season? Because that I think was like the most annoying thing to me was it's like, Wow, and here are the three friends from the pod that all conveniently had connections with other people and they're going to come to our barbecue and like little things like that where I'm just like, guys, get real. Like, I'm not stupid. Well, in this case, I want that to happen, though. I haven't seen that yet, but like Jessica didn't end up with anyone and Mm -hmm. I want her to come to the party. He has to see what she looks like. Yeah, yeah, she does. She does. Um, the funny thing is that guy Trevor, who I mentioned up top in like this little love square, he was like all in on Chelsea. He's like a sweet heart guy, like is just has a heart of gold and probably would have treated Chelsea like a queen. But she chose Jimmy, who mm-hmm. wasn't all in on her. Yeah. Classic mistake. And it would be great if if Chelsea could maybe start going with Trevor. Like if Trevor mm-hmm. comes around to the parties, even though he's not in a couple, it would be interesting if Chelsea wakes up and I mean there's other things like Jimmy's just he's clearly not happy with Chelsea but every time he's confronted about it he overcompensates but then he'll do things like he was commenting on like one of the other girls bodies and said she was stacked and she has like a smoking body and like a really nice butt but he's like openly like talking about it and it's Mm -hmm. just like read the room like how do you not know better at this point and all Chelsea does is ask for like uh reassurance and he gives her like surface level reassurance, but then his actions don't match up. So that's just been really entertaining to watch because like, I don't particularly like the seasons where they match and then they like make it work. Like it's just not fun to watch people just like date. I want to see like some spice and some drama. So it seems like that's what's happening here. What city are they in now? I don't know. Okay, so (laughs) unremarkable. Yeah. Um, well, because I, someone told me they filmed the New York one, like, years ago, and they were well, just, like, keeping it that. in the vault. But I'm like, where is this still New York want one you coming? To, I want you to do it. I think you should do it, even if it's not New York. Like, why can't you just No, but somewhere? you have to do it in the city where you live. Oh, oh. But don't they go into, like, fake, no, because they go into fake apartments. They're, it's like, this is, like, your trial run of living together. They don't go to their real apartments. I thought some of them did, though, because remember in the past, they're like, oh, you're so sloppy. Like, they walk into the house, and it's like, I've definitely seen scenes where, like, the closet's yeah. already full with shit, and it's like, oh, my God, you're such a slob. Well, they go to see each other's houses, but I think oh. when they're living together, they yeah. go to the Love is Blind apartments. But I think the whole point is, like, they do it in one city each time so that, like, regardless, like, you at least live in the same place. So it's, like, actually better than Bachelor where, like, you don't come off the show and you're like, all right, well, we live on opposite sides of the country. How are we going to make this work? Like, they all live in, like, whatever city they do. That's such a good point. Wouldn't it be so nice if, like, the Bachelor, he chooses whoever and then there's, like, a part two of the season where you watch them move in. Or you watch them, like, live. Yeah. See, that would be a good way to spice things up. We think And you can watch. Like, Like, if that was, like, if that happened on, like, Ari's season, you would literally be watching him, like, contemplate if he made the right decision. I, should we, we could pitch shit, couldn't we? 
we don't have to pitch it to ABC, but like, can't we start pitch it um, to Peacock? Woo! Yeah, like no one's. There's no reason why you can't pitch a show, right? Well, you have to know the right people to pitch to, right? But I think we have so many good ideas all the time. Um, I'm skimming through other submissions to make sure. Did, is there anything else you had? Um, let's see. People, <laughs> I got a lot. A lot of love is blind. A lot. One person said, "I wish you would trash Nick more. Hate seeing his smug ass on my timeline." And it's like, okay, we we had we talk we our trash fair him a share, lot. So. Yeah, we talk a fair share of Nick. Um, I've actually gotten comments where people are like, "Stop talking about Nick." So I I can't keep up. Someone. Oh wait, at- someone did a really funny one that I want us to do for Patreon. Someone what? said if it's possible for me and you to do blind karaoke, I think it would be a good time. And I saw this on TikTok and I'm like, wait, I want to do it. So we should do it on Patreon. Okay, we have to just be together, right? Not, well, not necessarily. Basically, like, you, I pick a song for you and then I just start playing the music and then you have to, like, guess what song it is oh and then, like, sing it with the right, like, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny to see on TikTok because people will, like, be so off and be singing, like, totally, like, a different song. I've seen it. Oh, yeah, you've seen it. Okay. So I want to do it. Okay, we'll do it. Um, Someone writes, ask Chris Souls if he drinks whole milk. Will do. He definitely does. He's giving whole milk energy. He's like a cornbread from the... Straight from the cow. Yeah, he literally is like sucking on a cow to get some whole milk on his farm. Duh. Someone was saying like... Should streaming services make it easier to make playlists? Like the way you watch Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise free if someone who worked at Peacock was interested in that for Chicago Med, Fire PD, or SVU and Law and & Order. And it's like, one, are you talking about me? Because I literally work at Peacock. And two, that's literally my job is making playlists for those shows specifically. So, so if you have out. a playlist you want, tell Jackie what it is and she'll make it for you. Yeah, right? we have it. Yeah, we have a Chicago Fire Med PD channel and an SVU and Law and Order channel. So that was just like very specific. I'm like, huh? What? What? Anyway. Someone writes, can someone explain to me at age 41 why I have to part my hair in the middle again? Um, you just do. Sorry. Sorry, you, Susan. You <laughs> actually, you don't. You can part your hair however the fuck you want. And I think side parts are going to make a comeback. They definitely are going to make a comeback because everything makes a comeback. It comes back around. You can totally part your hair however you want. However, I just don't believe in like just because you're getting older that you can't like keep up with what's like trendy and and cool, you know? Yeah, I just feel like there has to be a line. If something doesn't look good on you, don't follow a trend just to blind follow it though. Like yeah, certain jeans, if they do, if it doesn't fit your body type or you don't feel comfortable in it, don't just wear it to appease a trend. Yes, but I also think like don't say so rigid in like the 2010s of like the, like wearing the same outfit from 15 years ago. Like adapt a little. And I totally get like if there are certain styles or cuts of things that are like mm-hmm. not your jam, then don't do that. Mm-hmm. But like Keep it okay. Fresh. To be honest, like guys, I bought a pair of baggy pants, like the cool ones. Okay. I don't low know rise. To, I don't know how to. Well, I lived for low rise. Like back in my high school days, like yeah. half my stomach was shown at all times. Yeah, in high yeah, yeah, yeah. I've loved of that. Course. Can't do that, at, you know, right now. But I bought like the baggy jeans. I have not worn them because I'm like I don't know how to even style it. So mm-hmm. maybe someone can help me. But I'm like, I, I just don't think there's anything in my closet. Because, like, here's the thing. with If you wear the baggy jeans, you have to wear a tight, yeah, short more top, fitted right? Top. Yeah, I agree. So I'm like, okay, so I can't wear, like, any of this stuff. Like, anything that's a little bit oversized, I can't right. wear. So I have to wear something small. 
but it's winter and I don't necessarily want to like wear like a baby tee. That's what we called them back in the 90s, baby tees. Mm -hmm. Could you wear like a little cropped sweater? Yeah. Jenny Kane actually has those. Oh, perfect. Well, remember when we were choosing the sweaters that we wanted, they had a cropped option. Oh, yeah, but that's not like form fit. That's like still like loose. No, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, you need like a skin tight top in order to wear baggy pants, right? If that's what you want. I kind of like like very like baggy on top, baggy on bottom vibe. It's like very loose, but I think it's like it gives a very casual like I don't give a fuck vibe. And I but think I that's very much cool too. But I very much give a fuck at the same time. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. Well, but I think maybe play around with it. Fine. I'm sure you have something in your closet that can kind of go you with it. You know what? Maybe I I'll like do a try on haul. I'll do a yeah. try on haul. We'll try. Wait, that could be cute, uh, actually. What? Speaking of just like feeling not like the cool person, there's this bar in LA called Barney's Beanery, which is like literally a, it's, it's like a sports bar. When I lived here five years ago, people would, we would go in sweatpants to like watch football and eat nachos. Like it's not cool. And it has become the new Gen Z like spot, like the same way they did it with Saddle Ranch, like in 2020, like all the TikTokers are there, blah, blah, blah. And I went for a friend's birthday, like last weekend or something. And I've never felt more like, oh my God, I'm not the young, cool, hot girl anymore. And it was like really stressful because as we're like waiting in line to get into Barney's fucking beanery, which is like not a cool bar, but Gen Z has made it this whole thing. And like, there's a line around the door, like as if it's like a club, hot girls in gorgeous outfits are like walking up to the doorman being like, ugh, my guy has a table inside and they are cutting the line in front of us. And we're like, what the fuck? And I was just like, oh my God, I'm not the young hot girl who can cut the line anymore. It's so sad. No, it really is sad. It's a really weird time in in your life. If you are in this stage of life that we're in, sound off in the comments (laughs) below because we're not alone. I don't even feel like, not to get like dark, but like I don't feel like pretty anymore. I was told that I looked good the other day. I know, I don't want to be like, don't, well, don't, don't say feel that. Bad. You are, you're beautiful. Don't, don't pity me. It's okay. But like, I was told I looked good the other day and I was like, oh, I like, don't even, I don't even realize I'm just subconsciously being like, oh God, like shut up. Cause I don't feel that way anymore. Whereas 10 years ago, dime. <laughs> now I'm like a nickel. Oh no. You've yeah. lost five cents. I've lost five cents. And Jackie and I are potentially going to Vegas in June. No, not potentially. We're going. We're going. Okay, well, we need to actually look up flights then. And um, the last time I was in Vegas was right before I met my husband and then we started dating. And I was on top of my game. And I was, like, going to every single club and cutting the lines and getting, like, VIP. And now I'm, like, very nervous for the treatment that I'll receive. I I low-key hate Vegas, but I still want to go. But Because I just think it's, like, gross. But... It'll, oh we'll gosh, still like, have we'll still have fun and we'll still go out to all the places and no Stephanie we still got it like it's it's still <laughs> Mama like, still got it <laughs> I still feel like we're like cute girls it was just Barney's Beanery specifically where it was like this Gen Z infested like they're making this weird sports bar like ironically cool mm. actually Lisa Vanderpump's son was there too like and then I saw this other guy from Vanderpump from like four seasons ago and I'm like what the fuck is going on at Barney's Beanery yeah fuck bon- Barney's Beanery. <laughs> Vegas Vegas is in my top five favorite places on earth list. Have I never wow. shared that list? Well, what's, yeah, I want to hear the other ones because I'm like, whoa, maybe you need to go to other places. I, I no, I really, I love Vegas. Um, Vegas, no, you're going to make fun of it. I know this list is bad. <laughs> it's going to be like, <laughs> Atlantic my pizza City, place. Vegas. It is, it is, it is. 
Long Island, Island and Atlantic the pizza place. On, Atlantic City's on the list. I okay, I want to hear the top five. Okay, let okay. me hear. You're a Jersey girl. You could appreciate that. Sure. No, I can appreciate. Vegas. Top five. Vegas. <laughs> is number one out of all the places on the planet? Okay. No, I, I honestly, the um list is not in order. It's just okay. the it's a list. Just a casual five. And honestly, it may be four. I, let me let me think. Um, mm-hmm. Vegas, Atlantic City, uh, Key West, Florida. I've okay. been there a few times. I love it. Sure. Um, guacamole's to die for there, guys. And um, a splish splash on Long Island. <laughs> it's like the water park. Stephanie, you got to get out more, girl. Oh, my God. And like, honestly, I would maybe say... Maybe don't go to Vegas. Maybe go to Europe or something. Like, come on. Well, I've, I've been to Italy. Okay, great. Love Italy. Um, is that the only place you've been to in Europe? Yeah, I mean, I went to places in Italy, though. Like, I went to oh. Castrofilippo, Rome, <laughs> yeah. Termina, Sicily. Yeah, that's the only place I've been. You got to get out more. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I guess I got to get out more. And I guess number five is, like, kind of interchangeable. But, like, I really like going on cruises. So I'll say cruises for five. <laughs> the literal cruise ship is the other space. I, I don't relate to that well, list, but... Okay, well, I don't know. Well, like, I don't know, but like, I don't want to just be like, my favorite place has R. Why not? You could share. It's probably not as funny as mine because yours are probably real places. But it's like all places of where I've been to on vacation or no. like for like comfort. Anything you want. Um. Oh, Vienna, Austria was one of the best places I've ever been to. New York City, because I love New York. That's it. <laughs> two Top food too. Not like no good coffee shop. Like with... In, no, I'm not a big coffee shop person. Um, or no, I'll say Marie's Crisis. It's a piano bar in New York City. That's like my favorite little comfort spot. Hawaii, because we went there a lot as kids and my dad's building a house there. Um, what? Wait, can we go there instead of Vegas? Um, we can go to both. We can go to Vegas and Hawaii. Okay. Sure. Yeah, specifically Maui. Maybe Montauk. Love Montauk. That's Long Island. See, like, and I, w- I don't put that on my list. I'm a, I'm a Long Island girly and I don't even put Montauk on. I think wow. this is a hot take. I know it's a hot take. Oh, I, I do think me. the Hamptons are a little overrated. I think sure. it's and so overrated. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I've obviously gone there a lot and I'm like for weekends that are usually planned by other people and I go there and I'm like, is there a reason why we're spending like a thousand dollars to be at like a regular beach? A motel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know. Understand. Especially I'm sure being from Long Island, you're like, dude, this is 40 minutes away. Like why is this so expensive? I well, get that. it's more than 40 and like the traffic is insane and the beaches are exactly, they look exactly like the ones that are five minutes from me. So why yeah. do I need to travel all the way there so I can go to a more expensive restaurant? Like that's really what it is. I know this yes. is a hot take. I know. And funny, no, it's Montauk not a hot take, is, is nice. It's not, I wouldn't not go. I've just gone a lot where I'm like, what is the difference? Like mm-hmm. I have a, a family member my brother-in-law, like, I, I'm pretty sure Montauk is his favorite place on earth. And, like, he goes every single summer and has, like, an RV and, like, for a week stays on. And I'm like, that's wonderful. I just mm-hmm. don't get what is happening here that is bringing you that much joy. But, you know, it's yeah. not, I'm sure people don't understand why I love Splish Splash so much. What the fuck is Splish Splash? I'm sorry. Sp- Splish Splash is a water park, also on Long Island, that I've been going to <laughs> since I was a child. And, like... They have like really great water slides. <laughs> they have like so many water activities. There's something called Shotgun Falls where you like shoot out of um like a water slide and then you drop like 10 feet 
and you have Water to be a, park a strong swimmer. No, I know to it's totally. Isn't gross. it giving like band aid floating in like <laughs> something? Yeah, I don't know. That, when I think of a water park, I think of a, a loose band aid that's just somehow <laughs> in the water. And you're yes. like, how did this get here? Right. And then I walk in and I'm like, home sweet home. Here I am. Yeah, girl, you got to get out more. All right. I know. Vegas, Hawaii. Then we're taking a Europe trip. Got to go to all the places. I don't know. Put Malibu on my list too. Something California. I do also really like. I think the beaches are better here for sure. Home is a state of mind, you know. Mm-hmm. My favorite place is in my own heart and soul. Home is where the heart is, but that's not where I live. Is that the line? Yeah, and that's oh. from the song London Boy. I know. I love that song, by the way. Have you been to London? No, but that's like probably one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs mm. ever. London Boy is your favorite one? No, I just really like the song. And okay. when I found out I was having a boy. Aw. You my- should have named him London. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I, I didn't. But um, <laughs> I always said if I was going to have a boy, like I, I was going to play that song. And when I found out that I, ha- I was having a boy, my husband played it on our speaker. And I just like started sobbing. I don't know. Just like. When she says, the, the how she says boy, it's just so sweet. And I, I don't know. I really like that song. Who is that about? Joe? Yeah. Who's he's, yeah, he's British. I don't follow these people. So mm-hmm. they're just like characters in like outer space to me. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of Sound Off. Next week, definitely submit a question or a topic. You can also email mm-hmm. us at uh, she's all about at gmail.com if there's something that you want us to cover. We'll see you guys next Wednesday or Tuesday if you're a Patreon subscriber. Exactly. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay, bye, bitches.